0: Reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter in the kingdom of God. Hello and welcome to Faith Community Church Podcast. Thanks for supporting this ministry. If you enjoy today's message by Pastor Matthew, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. So good morning. It's so great to be together to worship our God. Our God is a good God. He promised that he works everything for good for those who love him and those who are called by his purpose. If you are a child of God and if you believe that Jesus called you by your name and if you believe that he loves you and you love him, then you are bound with the one thing that you have to thank God for every situation. Every situation, whether it's good or bad or ugly, you must see God's hand and God's purpose in every situation. These days are bad days. We are going through a crisis, afflictions everywhere. We see people dying, thousands of people dying every day. Millions of people lost jobs and hundreds of families, thousands and thousands of families. No job, no food. Many of the villages in India is infected with the covid very badly, hardly has been reported many many people, children, parents staff who went back to the villages and they call and said that almost all village is under pressure of COVID, these are difficult times, if you look around and look out it's very disheartening and you feel like there is no hope, but remember there is hope in every hopeless situation. Jesus is that hope. Bible says in book of Romans chapter 5 the hope never disappoints us. The, because the love of God will be poured into our hearts even to love and bear every difficult situation. So we are going through a crisis. In this crisis time, this is a time of affliction. We should be able to see God's hand in every situation. So I want to speak to you today about giving thanks to God in the midst of afflictions. When you face difficult times, you should become more harder. You should say like a soldier, the harder you hit me, stronger I become. The more you pressurize me, the more stronger I become. Because my God works everything for good. He does nothing to harm us. He does everything to bless me and prosper me and give me a future and hope. When you read the Bible, it's all about bearing afflictions and coming out as successful people. See, Jesus... Allow love you to go through afflictions. It's like walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But make sure that you don't make a house in the midst, midst of the shadow of death. It's like walking through the wilderness. Make sure you don't stay. Don't make your permanent home in the wilderness. You are made or you are allowed or you are caused to go through difficult situation to teach you lessons of faith. In the, in the in case of children of Israel, when they go through the wilderness, God said, I cause you to go through wilderness, cause you to hunger, so that I can give you manna, so that you will know man shall not live by the bread alone, but by the word that God proceeded from the mouth of God. When you are in the wilderness, God causes you to thirst, so that water can come out of the hard rock. That means God make possible things possible, even in the midst of impossible. So when we look around, everybody is talking about negative. Everybody's all WhatsApp and newspaper and and TV channel, all are bombarding you with the negativity. Stop listening to them. Start listening to God's word. God's word is full of promises. Every situation you go through, when you turn to God, you will find the reason why God allowed difficult times to come jesus said son of man came to be to suffer jesus was very clear that the very purpose he came to the earth to face the afflictions and to beat the afflictions and come out as a resurrected savior he told believers look you and me he said you will have afflictions in my name people will hate you then he said in the gospel of matthew chapter 5 Blessed are you when you persecute, when you are when afflicted. Count it as pure joy. Every affliction brings good fruit. See, God saved you to make a good testimony out of your life. God did not save you to make a bad testimony out of your life. God saved you To make something good out of your life. God will never allow you to be a failure. God wants you to be successful. Because you are called to become a witness for his name. God will not allow a premature death for you. Because God wants to make you as a complete work. Book of Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. One who started a good work in you will complete it on the day of Christ. So let's turn our Bible this morning for today's word. That's in Psalm number 119, verse 65 to 72. He says, do good to your servant according to your word, O God, teach me knowledge and good judgment for I trust in your commands. Before I was afflicted, I went wrong, but now, I obey your word. You are good, and what you do is good. Teach me your word. Though the arrogant have smeared me with the lies, I keep your precepts with all my heart. I read it again. Though the arrogant has smeared me with the lies, but I keep your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are callous and unfeeling. But I delight in your law. It was good for me to be afflicted so that I might, I might learn your decrees. The law from your mouth is more precious to me than thousands of pieces of silver and gold. Now, these are the words of God. This is from the life of David. David said, It was good for me that I was afflicted. In my affliction, I learned to do good. In my affliction, I learned to obey God. Now, the spiritual maturity is appreciating the afflictions as a pathway to spiritual knowledge and discernment. You know, you must not appreciate every affliction that comes to your life because every afflictions build you into the better purpose of God. God works everything, everything, everything for good. So, Word of God says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord deliver them from all. So, every affliction, you will remember, it's only for a short time. Rick Warren said in his book, our life is a trial and a test and a temporary assignment. It's, it's God gives you 10 different assignment to complete. Every stage we have a different purpose to serve. Every stage we face different kind of afflictions. It's all about preparing you for doing what God wants you to do. God cannot give his glorious grace or his treasure in your hand unless you are disciplined. Because God is more concerned about saving you. And making you a godly person. Rather than making you wealth. Rather than looking at your afflictions as a curse. You should see it as a blessing. It helps our faith to grow. It builds our endurance many times. Afflictions build into a good testimony. It gives an opportunity to glorify God. If we always look at the things upside down. But there are times... Christian afflictions, God allowed to make us to grow, but there are times people also backslide. God afflict, allow affliction to come, to bring us to the right path, prepare us for the greater cause. So if you look at some of the codes about the afflictions, it's somebody said, afflictions make the heart more deep, more experimental, more knowing and profound. And so more able to hold, to certain to beat more. Like the winter prepare the earth for a summer or a spring, our afflictions sanctify our soul and prepare for the greater glory. Look like at Goa, we are going to a monsoon for four months. We had a cyclone last week, a lot of trees fell down. We saw lost electricity and a lot of damage. It's only the beginning of the monsoon, and this monsoon is going to stay for four months. You know, this monsoon prepare us for a great summer and a fruit bearing time. Think about monsoon is such a headache. And uh, think about one year we didn't got monsoon at all. We are going to have a tough time. There'll be no rain, water. The earth will become dry. Everything will become empty and we may not even have food to eat but monsoon seems to be a bit of a tough time but it prepare earth for a harvest so the same way affliction prepare your heart for a greater blessing before the monsoon come if you go to the village area you can see men and women go into the fields with with the plow. sometimes they themselves plow with the animal they they break the earth they turn the things upside down, they remove the weeds and they plant all they can do, all that because there is a monsoon. So the same way your afflictions prepare you for the greater glory. The Lord gets the best soldiers out of a high time of affliction. Affliction is also a time to purify you, it reveals What you are made out of. I want to read a few verses about the affliction. Number one is 2nd Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. Apostle Paul says, In every way we are troubled, but we are not cursed. We are frustrated, but we are not desperate because he wanted to do so many things, but he couldn't do. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. Always carrying the death of Christ on our body so that we can provide life of Jesus for you. Verse Psalm number 34, verse 19 and 20 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous one, but the Lord deliver them from all of them. Amen. Say all of them. Bible says, Blessings of God makes you rich and he adds No sorrows to it. The affliction that you are going through, like through the valley of the shadow of death, the moment when you say shadow, that means there is something real standing there. Without a real stand, there is no shadow. You may go through the valley of the shadow. Remember, it's only a shadow of death. It is not the death. It may sound and look like death, but it is not the death for you because you have conquered death through Jesus Christ. Jesus defeated the power of sin and death and gave you victory. So when you go through the valley of the shadow of death, don't make a permanent home there. Keep moving. It's only a time of transition. Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous one. But Lord Jehovah, Deliver them from all of them. Can you say amen for that? Every situation, every bad situation I face, God give me victory. God will not leave me in the midst of my affliction. Disease may come only to me to conquer the defeat and completely remove every stain of defeat. When Jesus heals you, He heals you complete. He do not heal you partial. So many afflictions may come, but God gave victory in all of them. Second Corinthians chapter one verse six and seven. He said, "And whether to be afflicted, it's our consolation and salvation, which effect effectual in enduring the same suffering which we also suffer. Otherwise, we comforted. It. It's your consolation, the salvation, and our hope is." you are steadfast knowing that you are the partaker of suffering, so stand firm in your faith. See, Bible clearly teaches you, you will face afflictions. Jesus said you will face various kinds of trials. James said blessed are you when you face various kinds of afflictions. Don't way to get out of the affliction. Learn to enjoy the time you go through it. And you're going, because you're going to come out victoriously. Our life is a trial, is a test, and is a temporary assignment. We will face various kinds of afflictions. Jesus said very clearly, no one can be godly without persecution. When you stand for Jesus, you're standing against the world all the demons of the world is loosed against you. They will come against you many ways to attack you when you stand for God. But cheer up and be joyful. Like Jesus overcome the world. You will overcome every sinful situation. In all the circumstances you are meant to be more than a conqueror. So You must say, like Apostle Paul said, so, what shall I say about these things? If God is for me, who can be against me? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God, you promised that you will deliver me from all of them. No afflictions had come to make us permanently disabled or or failed. Every affliction is allowed by God to come to make you a better person. Every time you despise God's afflictions, every time you try to cut shortcuts when God allows you to go through troubles, you are just missing an opportunity to learn. If you keep on skipping the opportunity to learn, you will be like a student who, who abscond or miss all the... Test papers, midterm test papers. finally, at the end, you will become an absolute failure. So every affliction seems to be painful, but every affliction at the end brings a good result. Second Corinthians chapter six verse four to six says, "In everything we do, we show sure that we are the true ministers of God. We patiently endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, been put to prison, faced angry mobs, worked exhaustion, endured sleepless night, gone without food. We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness by the Holy Spirit within us and by your sincere love. Apostle Paul says about his lifetime trouble, how he stood firm in the midst of his afflictions. Because he stood firm in the midst of his afflictions, he became a great apostle. If you read the New Testament, almost two-thirds of the New Testament is more of the acts of Paul than the acts of the apostles. It's more of work of Paul than the work of the Holy Spirit, of course. Holy Spirit is the one who inspired to do. So... Everything we do, we should stand as a God' servant. We've we got to learn to patiently endure hardships and troubles. We should never give up when we face all kinds of calamities we face. Not only we should stand firm in affliction, we also should expect in our walk it to make us stronger in faith. not only standing firm in the midst of ex- uh, afflictions. We also must make sure through afflictions, we learn to walk by faith, not by sight. We have to focus on things that invisible rather than things that are visible. Because every visible things are subjected to change and perish, you may lose. But what is invisible? Your faith, your love, the Holy Spirit who is in you. It will never change. It's meant to be. Remain with you all the time. See, Acts chapter 14, verse 21 to 22. Apostle Paul says, after preaching the good news in Derby and making many disciples, Paul and Bernabas returned to Lystra and Iconium and Antioch and Pisidia where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Look at the man Paul, he he suffered probably more than anybody else, but his faith only becomes stronger. Many a time we look at our troubles and hardships, thinking that it will make us weak. But I want to tell you, David said, it was good for me that I was afflicted. In afflictions, I learned to obey God, I understand things better. I learned to discern the things. Jesus said, blessed are you when you face afflictions. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. James said, count it out pure joy when you face various kinds of affliction." Everything that Jesus do with your life is to prepare you for the eternal life. Everything we do is a rehearsal. Of what we are going to do in heaven. So, afflictions are good. Affliction leads us to repentance. Psalm number 25, verse 16 and 17, 18 Turn unto Thee and have mercy upon me. I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart enlarged. Look upon my affliction and pain and forgive all my sins. God wants you to be rejoiceful when you face affliction. James chapter 1, verse 3. James said, Count it all pure joy. Book of Romans, Paul says in chapter 12, verse 12, be happy in your confidence, be patient in trouble, and pray continually. You will come out of every affliction, you will come out of every, every difficult time. And next thing is that rest is assured for those who endure afflictions. Corinthian says that, chapter 10, verse 13 says that no trial has overtaken that is not faced by others. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tried beyond what you are able to bear. And with the trial, He also provide a way out so that you may be able to endure it. Remember, your rest, your protection, your deliverance is assured. When you go through troubles and crises, remember, no trials are overtaking you, which is not common for a man. If any trial seems to be difficult beyond your capacity, trust God, he will provide a way for you. Don't ask for people to help you. Ask God to help you. See, when God blesses you, there is no limit. There is a grace abounding in God. When you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, God said, I will provide all you need. If God said, I will provide, then definitely he will provide. So your rest is assured. Your future is promised by God and your future is sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Satan cannot mess up your future if you're a praying person. So suffering when you go through, remember your future is assured and safe in God's hand. There's this kind of difficult situation, God allows it to build character, endurance, and faith in you. James chapter one, two to four, my brothers and sisters, be very happy when you're tested in different way. You know that such testing produces Faith and faith produce endurance, until the things testing is over, then you will be matured, complete, and you won't need anything. You lack nothing. And First Peter chapter one, verse six and seven says, "Greatly rejoice in this, even though you have to suffer various kinds of trial for a little while so that your genuine faith, which is more valuable than gold, that perishes when tested by fire, may result in praise, glory, honor, when Jesus Messiah is revealed. So, testing and trial bring the best out of your life. Don't get scared. Don't get paranoid when the trial comes. Don't get... Paranoid when the affliction comes. When the turn things turn against you, don't get disturbed. Don't don't become blank. Don't allow your mind to go blank, and don't allow your nerves to become weak and tired and depressed and sleepy and trying to run away and trying to hide. Throat become uh, dry and the heart become empty and is falling in the stomach and you can lose motion, palpitate and sweating. No. In every situation, you need to know there's a God who works everything for good because He called you by His your name. He knows you every bit of it. He says, I have plans for you, plans to bless you, prosper you, to give you a future and hope. Therefore, Peter said, therefore, greatly rejoice in this. Even though we suffer various kinds of trials for a little while so that your, your faith becomes genuine, you, are, you become more valuable than gold, it will be like in the fire and result in praise and glory. It result in something beautiful coming out of you. The whole world will see how marvelously God worked in your life. You become a testimony. You became a a sign of God's faithfulness and goodness. Just think about that. You became an example for God. People look at your life and say, wow, look at that person. He trusts God and God did not let him down. God allowed, God allowed. Difficult time to come to build character, build endurance and build faith. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 10 and 11 For they discipline us for a short time, as it seemed to be best to them. But he disciplined us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment, all the discipline seems to be painful rather than pleasant. But later, it yields a peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Every difficult time, God brings something beautiful for us. Every difficult time, we must learn to trust God because every trial, every suffering, every difficult time is all about God is disciplining you. Jesus, the good shepherd, used affliction to discipline you and rescue you from being a wayward sheep. God is, through suffering or persecution or affliction or crisis, God is removing all your wickedness out of you and purifying you. A good shepherd uses affliction to discipline his sheep. And appreciating affliction is the way you glorify God. Arrogant and insensitive don't like the affliction. They try to walk, talk their way out. See, every time you talk your way out from your afflictions, you're missing what God has for you. And people are submissive spirit. They gain knowledge and understanding in affliction. These are the days of afflictions. And these are the days we need to give ourselves completely into God's hand. God who called you is faithful. He will not let you down. How many are ready to thank God in the midst of your affliction? How many of you are ready to say God you are a God who works everything for good I believe in your word I believe in your promise This affliction that I go through is light and momentary but later it brings greater blessings Learn to rejoice learn to thank God for your situation don't complain don't get disheartened don't get confused and, and perplexed as if something great happened for you nothing Happened, which is not normal for a man. What you are going through is part of God's plan to make you a better person. How many of you are ready to accept that? How many of you are ready to give your life today and say to God, God, I believe this situation will bring something beautiful out of my life. I believe you will make everything good in your time. How many of you are to commit your life to Jesus? Lift your hands and say, God, I accept all the affliction that comes on my way. And I give myself to be a faithful student to learn from God in the midst of crisis that you will do something beautiful out of my life. Father, I pray for each and everyone. Bless them this morning. Provide their needs. As each of them are going through different crises. God, you are the Christ, the anointed one. You will do miracles in their crises and you'll break the powers of Satan and poverty and unemployment. You will supply all their needs according to your riches and glory. Bless each and every family. Provide their needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, the hard times never last, but tough people always last. Remember, God works everything for good. Nothing he does to harm you. He does everything to bless you, prosper you, and give you a future and hope. These are terrible times. We need to get more closer to God than ever before. Increase your time of praying, fasting, reading the word. God bless you, take care.